Continuing from Brewers on Deck, we go from Craig Council to Brewers Radio Network. Jeff Levering joins us here at Brewers on Deck. How you doing? I'm doing great. Where'd my crowd go? <laughs> oh, wait. They all left with Craig. We got like 10 people. Rally some friends. Let's go. No Come cheering. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. I'm used Maybe to it's it. radio. You know, they don't know it's you. It's they, all good. They're not... And they're not college basketball fans. Yeah. Uh, I'm just Bob's partner. That's yes. the great part about it. That is. That is. So first, um, this time of year for you, you, you don't have an off season, right? Because you're doing you're doing basketball games uh, two, three days a week. It seems like. Yeah, it's been fun. January's been really busy. I was in Michigan yesterday, so flew back just to be here for Brewers on Deck. Go back down to Champaign next week, and um, it's been it's been really good for the last few years. About 30 games every off season doing college hoops and a lot of Marquette, a lot of uh, Wisconsin Badgers basketball. So it's it's very busy. Got about a month off to where I got to know my kids again and my wife. And other than that, it's it's all work. Well, you mentioned euchre. As a announcer in the state of Wisconsin, to me, we have the most ridiculous talent when it comes to play-by-play, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, Matt LePay on the Badgers, you know, incredible. Euchre, legendary. Brian Anderson on the TV side. You know, who are you going to say? Harper? Um, I was saying someone I see. Oh, oh. Oh, you see someone else here. Okay. You know, Homer, he just wants gum. You know, Homer, uh, Homer on Marquette, our guy. Right. You know, there's just so much talent. You know, uh, Wayne Larrabee. I mean, w- w- did you realize that before you took the gig, uh, the announcing talent that's here in Wisconsin? I mean, I knew, of course, about Bob. Bob is, he speaks for himself. And I knew about Brian Anderson and, and how up and coming he had been when I first got here. He, right. I think he was in your number seven with the Brewers. Um, I didn't know Matt LePay until I started working for, for the Brewers. Brewers and, and Matt does such a great job doing Wisconsin basketball and football and then fills in for Brian on the baseball side too where he does the television broadcast and of course Wayne I didn't grow up a Packers fan uh, out on the west coast but getting a chance to listen to, to Wayne call games uh, gold standard in football play by play we are so blessed as Wisconsin natives to have great broadcasters uh, and I'm so glad that I'm just in the shadow of all of that speaking of the shadow so what is it like working with Uke and how much is it like I got to figure out his schedule and how he's feeling or how much is it like you just like plop in there and go for it and be yourself? Like what, what do you do when you're working, working with you? So the, I was really fortunate my first year. Um, I got to kind of dip my big toe into the shallow end. And I, I wasn't Uke's partner when I initially got on. I was the fill-in guy. Um, so I would, I would fly in and do 60 games and, and work with my partner at the time who then left after my one year. And then going into that off season before the 2016 season, it was, okay, how am I going to navigate this bigger-than-life persona of Bob Euchre and, and just be his straight man, right? Because Bob is Bob. I don't want to make sure I don't step on his toes or do anything like that. Um, so it was just, I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let him do his thing. I'll call my innings and give it back to him because it's his broadcast. Um, but my most challenging thing, and I think people will be surprised by this, is that I had to learn how to keep score like Bob does. So we share a scorebook. What? It's the craziest thing ever. Nobody in baseball shares a scorebook, right? But Bob and I share a scorebook. So when Bob's off the air, he stops keeping score. Right. He, <laughs> the first time I fill out the scorebook, right? I got the, the lineups in there and the defensive alignments. And the first time he sees it is when I pass it to him. So first I had to work on my handwriting skills, which are very poor. <laughs> So I had to learn how to write again and so that he could read it. 
And then I had to learn how he scores. And it's like a different language. Everybody scores a game in a different way. So I had to learn how he does that so that when I score his innings, I hand it back to him. And he knows what's happening. And there's not a bunch of WWs written in the book, which it wasn't watching. So um, that was the, the, the scariest thing for me was learning how to write and finding the right pens that he could read. And, and that was the most challenging part. That is tough. Um, so on to the bigger baseball. And Harper's fascinated by this issue. So Harper, why ask Jeff what you uh, asked Craig? Um, what do you think about the cheating that was happening? What do I think about the cheating? It's not good. It's really bad. Um, so, so here's my stance on it, okay? Just kind of the, the view from 10,000 feet below. Um, what the Houston Astros did was over the top, okay? Uh, I played baseball all the way through college. We had a guy that, that was on our bench who never saw the, the field ever, and his job was to try and steal the signs from another team. Right, But he wasn't using technology to do it. He was watching the guy giving signs, and then he was trying to find the sequence, whether it was the, the pitching coach giving signs to the catcher uh, or the third base coach. So we, were, we had guys that were trying to pick signs, and that's totally fine, and relay the signs. Um, and if you're not doing that, and if you're the opposing team, and you know the other team has your signs, then shame on you for not changing them. Yep. Okay, so that's that's where I'm at with it. And if you're continuing to do that, if you got a guy at second base looking in at the signs of the catcher, I'm totally okay with that. It's when you take it to the next level, banging on the trash cans and and going back to the video monitors and looking it up. I get that if you're trying to figure out what you're doing with how they're pitching you, but I, so what the, do you do then? Because like to me, the only thing I can think of is put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. So like that's my only answer is like if all these other things are going to stand and we're going to allow them then you know what what Pete Rose did isn't that bad in comparison because I, I don't I don't know where the moral compass then goes There is no compass right there there is no compass at this point so it's it's that's a totally different conversation I think it's it the Pete Rose thing goes along with the the steroid era and now it's not the steroid era, it is the, the cheating era and the technology era and how you stay ahead of that and try and police that and how you police it in Major League Baseball, I have no idea. Um, and, I'm not a fan of And some of the Dodgers, it. Uh, they had their event yesterday, they, right. they said, hey, when a guy gets caught with steroids, they all come out and kind of apologize and admit right. it. We haven't heard any of the Astros say, yeah, I, I did it. No, <laughs> the only guys that have done it, Dallas Keuchel is now a Chicago White Sox, right? So he, he yeah. was a part of that team, he came out and said some stuff, but the players, I think the onus is going to be on them in spring training to to come out and say something uh, because they've been really tight-lipped. But it, it's in their the best interest. The story doesn't end right until they do, right? I, think I mean, so. every city they go to, it'll be the story of spring training until they talk. It's, yeah, it's, it's the story. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure you saw the story too with the, the Dodgers fans who are going to go down to Anaheim every time the Astros are in town, and they've they've got their boo brigade all set to go. Uh, it's just it's part of it. They're going to have to live with it, and and they're going to have to own it. Chatting with Jeff Levering, Brewers Radio Network. Um, so onto this team, uh, a lot of people are not knowing what to think, right? Like, you know, uh-oh, uh -oh, this guy's gone. Now this guy's gone. Now this guy's gone. You know, we saw this team uh, even respond when they lost, lost uh, Christian Yelich. So this team uh, bounces back there a lot. But 
How are you feeling with all, all these changes? I feel really good. So uh, I'm meeting a lot of these guys for the first time today, and, and I'm really glad they have uniforms on with the names on the back. Otherwise, I'd have no chance. We need name cards for all these guys. Um, but, but for me, I, I'm really positive with what the Brewers have done. Uh, I think they've filled the holes of what they had pretty well. It's not the really popular names, right? So that, I think that's what fans are a little leery about, is that it's not Mike Moustakas. It's not Yasmani Grandal. And it's not the cachet with the names. These guys haven't really done as much as those guys have done in the past. But if you look at a Justin Smoke, he's got great numbers, yeah. right? He had a down year last year. I think the Brewers yeah. are going to get a lot, of, a lot of production out of Justin Smoke. Omar Narvaez has been really good behind the plate. Um, Eric Sogard's coming back to play third base. I, I think the Brewers have made some really smart moves while staying underneath their salary threshold that they needed to. Uh, and, I, and I like the pitching staff. I think Josh Lindblom was a great signing coming over from Korea. Uh, really figured his stuff uh, out. Oh, come on. You're saying you like the pitching staff. Did we, have we known what the pitching, like, if you take what the pitching staff was at the beginning of the year last year and then what it was, like, right. it, it's amazing how, you know, how you could like something going in and then it's totally different by the end of the year. Right? Yeah, and, and what's great is that the opening day roster, the first 20, 26 guys now, because it's a 26-man roster, the first 26 guys that are going to be there on opening day, there's a really good chance that there might be, I don't know, 15 of them left or it'll be some combination of those guys going up and down. They do it every year. Just because you're on the opening day roster doesn't mean that you won't be there later. And the amazing thing is, I think the reason we all feel pretty good as people who root for this team is that David Stearns yeah. has figured out and that he and Craig seem to be so in tune. I think there's that trust level that it's almost like, all right, if he's doing it, there's a reason. And when you talk about that depth and the people they brought in, I think it speaks to the faith that this whole fan base has for David Stern. Yeah, and, and they use the entire 40-man roster. I mean, if as long as you're allowed to do it, they're going to do it and and manipulate the roster the way that they can. They're going to send guys down for 15 days. They'll bring them right back up. Uh, these these guys in the front office, Matt Arnold, as well as David Stearns and Craig Council, have manipulated this roster to its to the best of their abilities for the last six years, five years, going into six now, uh, as anybody as well as anybody has in, in baseball. All right, so who's your uh, your biggest new face to watch? Uh, who you think is going to have the uh, the big the breakthrough season? I'm between two guys. I think, obviously, Ail Garcia and Justin Smoke. Those yep. are my two guys. You're going to see the field the most of the new guys. Uh, I really like them. I think Lynn Bloom's going to have a good year, too. But I, I, I like, obviously, Ail Garcia. I think he's going to play great at Miller Park. And Justin Smoke is... He, I, I saw him for the first time today, and he is way bigger than I thought he was going to be. Um, he's going to mash at Miller Park. And final question. We're doing our little uh, contest today. That's the Crew Not Yelly contest. Yeah. We're asking who is your MVP of the team besides Christian Yelich this year. Who would you have gone with if you had had the first round pick in that draft? Who would you have gone with, Harper? Um, Ryan Braun. Ryan Braun. And he, and he went four, I believe, in our draft yeah. here. I, see, I would have gone Brandon Woodruff. Ooh, Woodruff has not been selected I go, yet. So I go he's Woodruff. still on the board. What do you guys think, Woody? Keston Hira, that's he, a good one. He, Hira was the number one pick of the draft. Okay. Hira won. Oh, See, Kane. Yep, three. you were right. Kane went to Braun three, and Hader went four. Okay. So, and uh, we were just up to pick number five. I so, got Woody. Uh, so you got Woody in I the got draft. Him. I got him. You know what? If, you, if if he if they make the playoffs, and you're right, 
then uh, you're getting two tickets to uh, see the uh, Brewers in the postseason. No way. Yeah, how about that? I get two tickets? Yep. Can I donate them? Yes. Perfect. I will donate yes. them. All We've right. got one taker already. <laughs> there you we have one it. one taker. And, he's, and your fan, the, you wanted people to sit and watch you? You got them. I appreciate that. Yep. Thank you. There you are. Jeff Levering from the Brewers Radio Network. Uh, great day. What else uh, today do you you doing here? I know you had the lunch already, but what else do you have going on Yeah, today? I'm on the main stage for the rest of the day. we got game shows going on. we got uh, Brewers Game Night, which is Pictionary, Heads up and charades uh we have a family feud game and then i'm hosting a talk show with brent Suter. so brent Suter and i will be uh, hosting a talk show later on the main stage well that's awesome and i know the brewers uh caitlin and everyone do such a great job on their social media so if you weren't lucky enough to get a ticket here you can follow it all there and yep. go to brewers.com all their new media stuff's awesome thank you you got it craig nice yep. to meet you harper yeah there you have it jeff levering